This is Recruitment Agency Ignition with Andy Whitehead. Helping you build your recruitment employment business fast. Fast, fast. Using digital and automation and one-to-many systems, tools, and inbound strategies. This week's session is a hot seat and it is with Dion. Now, Dion has done a couple of things I want to share with the groups. Each hot seat, some of them are going to be based on, well, this person's gone from X to X. But the key thing I'm looking for is the following. I read a quote, um, in fact, just this week around golf. And I don't play golf, but it's a really pertinent quote. And the quote was around that a golf player never says, I want to be hitting a four a four, you know, if it's a if, if it's a par four, so essentially for you to play golf, that means it takes four shots to um, to get neutral. They don't say I want to get a par four. They say how can I do my backswing perfectly? How do I follow through perfectly? How do I get my stance perfectly? It breaks down to individual steps. So with the hot seat, it's not necessarily about right. How have they gone from um, 100 grand to 250 grand, or 250 grand to 500 grand, or 500 grand to a million, or whatever it's going to be? That's going to be the outcome. But what makes it happen? is the actual swing and breaking the swing down to three or four steps. And so Dion today, I want to talk about three or four of us, well, actually one or two of the steps that she's using. So I'm not focused on right, how they've gone to a million dollars because that's a great case study and it sounds wonderful if you're looking to bring on new clients, et cetera, et cetera. Dion's implemented a couple of things and it's equated to a good outcome. And in the next 12 months, I'm certain she's going to double again, which I think based on the original metrics, Dion, it actually equates to closer 5x the business, more than 4x the business. Um, so I want you to think about your business as the golf swing. It's not about getting a par four. It's about breaking down the actual swing into one, two, three, four steps. How to get each part of that correct. Then do the putt. That equates to actually getting the par or the birdie, which is under par for those. So instead of it's four to get the hole, it's the three to get to the hole, etc. For those of you who don't play golf. So your business will grow not by thinking, I'm going to be a millionaire. It's going to grow by the little things that you do. And as you now know, all you need is one or two strategies that convert like hell, and you're going to get traction very quickly. The thing that gives you long-term sustainable growth is working on the business. And so today, I want to focus on a couple of the key things that Dion's done to really grow the business and double the business. But also, I then want to look at next phase, working on the business. And we're doing this a little bit freestyle, me and Dion now. We've not spoken before this about what we're going to do in terms of the next phase. So it's a little bit of freestyle, which is great. And that's exactly what we, um, we do on velocity calls and strategy sessions. We're going to be going through the hot seat in an updated way. One, short, focused, using the case study builder. Second, we're then going to be working through in detail. So your action, guys, is this. Dion's doubled a business in the first 12 months. Dion's taking action and not overthinking things. But when she does something, she's doing it properly. And by that, I mean she's taking action and just getting on with it. She's not overthinking it. Hasn't getting paralysis by analysis. I'm sure a bit of that will come out now, though. Dion, are you there? I'm here. Good morning. Good. How are you? What time is it for you, Dion? Uh, about 6.20 a.m. <laughs> wow. So you're, um, you had your coffee? Very early morning, yes. Thank you. Well, let's start the day in the right way. So um, 
you heard what we're going to do in terms of the actual process. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. And uh, I actually said to Dion a couple of, um, was it about four weeks ago, I said, listen, I want to do a hot seat with you. I actually want to do a video with you because what you're doing, I just think is something I want to share because it's working your whole mindset. I said to you, listen, if, if people come to you, don't um, don't go sharing our strategies. And your, your actual answer was, um, hey, I'm too selfish. I want to be successful by myself. <laughs> which exactly. Is, yeah, which is, which is exactly it. And that's why we are where we are. But there's um, there's really two things for you, Dion, that I that I look at you and I um, hugely respect, and I um, and I say that with complete intensity and um, from my centeredness. I really mean that. Two things that you've done for me, um, which really make me happy and think, wow, this is cool. Are uh, you focused on you focused on the, uh, the content piece? But when you did it, you didn't just tiptoe into it. You said, well, I want to do it. I want to have a set up enough content for the next year or so. And you'll give us details in mm-hmm. a second. And the second thing you've done is you've, you've, um, you've and the email you sent me a few weeks ago about working from, well, I look back 12 months ago and where I was working in the business. And you can't almost, rec- well, I picked up, you can't recognize where you were, where you are type thing. So I want to focus on two things, if I may. Um, so just to recap, we're going to spend 10 minutes. I'm going to ask you some bullet questions, bang, bang, bang. And then just give me the, um, the well, basically, the, what you believe would be, as always, completely direct, um, the outcomes, the, the answers. And then what we're going to do is, for the group, we're going to dig in deep, first of all. And then what we're going to do is lay out your next 90 days based on what you need to, to grow again, okay? Okay. Does that sound cool? Yep, that's cool. Okay, good. So let's do this then. So Dion, just give us a... Um, a background on who you are. So, who are you? So, Dion is is what? What what niche you're in? What do you do? Your background? Exactly. Yeah. So, absolutely. So, um, we focus in fashion, retail, and wholesale. We conduct global searches uh, all throughout the U.S., Canada, Europe, and a bit of Asia as well. Uh, mostly senior positions. So, C-suite director, VP. And we work in fashion in the true sense, uh, as well as outdoor and performance. Awesome. So when you um when you came to us and Dion, what mm-hmm. was the, what was the key problem you had at the time? What were you looking to overcome? What was the thing you were trying to fix? Um, we needed more more clients, and um, I was just doing literally everything. Got it. So you needed more clients. You were working. Um, I hate to use the word. Who's the phrase? I was working like a dog, but you were working what? How many? Um, how many hours you so you're working like crazy? How many hours are you sort of working? I don't know, like ten to twelve every day. I had no life. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and for a fashionista, that's not that's not good, is it? You got all the you got all the no. you know, fashion shows to go to. Good. <laughs> we have a busy social schedule to attend. <laughs> Absolutely. You're in New York though, aren't you? No, I'm in Portland, Oregon. How far is that? Excuse my ignorance. Uh, no, it's it's literally on the opposite coast, about six-hour flight, direct. I've just made myself look a right fool there, but that just shows why I failed geography <laughs> as GCSE level, which is the, the lowest level. Um, so you're in fashion. You're looking to get more clients, but basically get more time off, correct? Correct. So what was the actual impact of that? So you work in 10, 12-hour days. And what about the actual business side of things? What was happening in the business? So what was a typical day for you or a typical week for you? I mean, it was just very, um, I always felt like I was on the defense, you know, I was always just kind of taking in whatever was, was coming my way between email, LinkedIn. Um, I was just 
bogged down in administrative hell, excuse my French, but um, that we just didn't have a way to really systematically do anything or I just never knew when my next client was coming in. Got it. So that's quite a big impact. No idea about next client. Got it. Um, so no idea about the next client. So, so essentially then, you're in a niche. How long have you been in that niche for, Dion, from, from scratch? Um, seven years. So seven years in the niche. You're at the point mm-hmm. where you were, um, what, get, getting by, doing, doing, you were doing okay, weren't you? Um, but you're working crazy, and clients was your big, your big challenge at the time. Exactly. Okay, good. Well, let's do this, and let's move into the, um, some of the more sexy stuff for now. So what was the, uh, when we spoke, so I, I, I remember when we first spoke and we spoke about, um, and this is one of the areas I want to focus on, what you did with content. So what was your, your key focus, first of all? And remember, guys, what we're going to do is your question is going to decide what the next 40 minutes is. So with the framework, what, what did we decide and what did you implement? So the, yeah, so the initial things that we talked about were the content canon. Yep. And the autoresponder. Yep. So that was the first thing that we did. We we took on the uh, the content canon initially. Mm-hmm. And then we used that content for our autoresponder. Good. So what we did was duplicate our content. So we, we, we reworked our content, didn't we, a couple of times? Mm-hmm. Good. So here's the thing I want you to talk about now, if you can. What you actually did with the... There's two things that you've done really well, and I'm sure that now we've spoken you know, via email and we, via video, and as you put back at you, Andy, <laughs> what you did, what, what you did. There's two things I look at you and think, you know, it's not um, every day that someone does this, but two things you did. One is the content process you went through. So we're not going to go to actually the how of the content. I just want to know. So some people use the content canon process and they create ten pieces of content, twenty. How many pieces of content did you create up front? Okay, so don't laugh, but um, we created 83 pieces of content. Awesome. Awesome. And how many followers do you have on LinkedIn now? 18,000. You've got 18,000 followers on LinkedIn. So, mm-hmm. um, so, so guys, if you haven't picked up on that, when we talk about your, I want you to work in 90-day sprints, then 30-day projects and break them down to actions, what I don't want you to be doing is, I need to be doing content this week or doing content this month or we want to be using the process and we systemize it, outsource it. And what Dion did was you went pretty big, big style, didn't you? You, you went, right, I'm going, to yeah, get we this, I'm going to get this done um, and we're going to do it big. And you've now got 18,000 followers on LinkedIn alone. Mm-hmm. So what was the outcome of you getting that number of followers on LinkedIn? Well, how, how's things been different in terms of your, do you believe your perception and how you're perceived at the moment? Yeah, well, what's crazy about it is so both online and then in in real life as well, um, people people know me, and so when I when I go out now into the community, actually just on Saturday night, um, I was at a bar, <laughs> and uh, this guy goes, ah, I can't use the word that he used. But he goes, oh, you're you're Dion, and you're from LinkedIn. I'm like, yeah. To me, my, my date was like, does this happen to you often? And I said, yeah, it actually happens all the time. So it's, it's kind of creepy, but um, it does happen. feel like, you know, people definitely know me. Okay, and sure. then, you know, online in, in LinkedIn land, when I talk to people, um, I talked to this uh, HR director a few weeks back, and 
he's like, Hey, you're a, you're like a LinkedIn celebrity. It's, it's just weird. People, people start to know you or they think they know you when they see you on LinkedIn all the time. Yeah. And that's, that's amazing. And uh, that's when you said that to me, I actually didn't know about the, just write that down with a smile on my face. You attract creeps now and bars, but, <laughs> but well, he wasn't, he was a design director at Nike, so he wasn't that creepy, but it was just funny, you know? Well, that's a, that's a pretty good guy to have, ch- have chasing you around a bar. Um, but, um, so you're a LinkedIn celebrity and that's where I was looking, you know, looking to get to. So your outcome just from that simple process then pretty quickly is you're now a celebrity. So when you speak to people either online or offline, um, your positioning has changed, isn't it? Based on what you told me via, you know, via Inner Circle members, via the, you know. Yeah, it really is. And that's, and I mean, I say, you know, that earlier comment in jest, but you know, the truth of the matter is when, when clients and candidates are coming to me now, we're already pre-sold. I mean, there really is no questioning about how we do things or what we believe because when when clients come now, they're like, oh yeah, I saw you on LinkedIn. I love what you're saying about this. I love your perspective. I'm already vetted. And so we're now just having a really friendly get to know you conversation and, and all the selling is done. And that's what you just said there, guys, is um, extremely, extremely important. Um, the selling is already done. So, so if you go through the how to sell your high price services, so we go through that training, we go through a seven-step process, don't we, to sell your services. There's seven steps, and at no point do we actually discuss price until the end when we're actually pre-sold. When we've gone through all the problem and not go through steps now, but the, the module on how to sell your high price services, you're actually sold. You actually you're not selling, you're pre-sold. And what Dion's done so eloquently is, um, as you say, your content has now made you, the content has um, almost removed the need to sell. Is that correct? Based on what you just said? Absolutely. Yeah, when we get to the, the topic of price, I have literally not had anyone balk at my price. They just sort of nod and smile and it's on to the next. Awesome. So, so price is no longer a an objection. Nope, it hasn't yeah. been. And so, guys, for those of you who, who've not done it, um, the module, in fact, two modules, how to sell your high price services. That's the steps you walk walk through to actually make sure that, well, to ensure that doesn't happen. But what Dion's done, if the content is pre-sold so much that she's getting in front of clients now and, yeah, it's job done. That's, that's, that's not even an issue because you, you're positioning. So your content, those 83 pieces, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up on this bit now in terms of the content piece. Roughly, how'd that break down to? So was it, um, how much was authority content? How much was um, expert content? So we got two types of content, as you know. Was it um, 80, 80%, 90%? Um, it was probably 80 authority and uh, 20 expert. And what I did was I just chose 12 topics in my industry that I knew were sort of hot buttons. And then I used the content twister to create several pieces from each uh, topic. Awesome. So for the new members, if you go to content delivery shortcuts, um, what Dion's referencing there is in there. Go to content delivery shortcuts and you'll find what Dion's referencing. So essentially then, your your first 12 months, you've um, you've done good, haven't you? you you've gone from um, working perhaps, I know you're still working very, very hard, but where you were in terms of working 12 hours and working um, working hard, your your mindset has now changed where the next 12 months go, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. How do you think that's changed, like the past 12 to the, to the next 12? 
I mean, I, I'm constantly thinking about what I can outsource, what I can get off my plate. <laughs> Good. I want to I get rid of more. <laughs> Good. So what Dion's done, guys, she sent through, um, he sent through, it was two, wasn't it? Two um, process documents. So frustration of freedom is, is the modules you need. There's four of them. But Dion sent through, and they were, and it's not just to blow um, the proverbial sunshine, excuse my, my language, but they were, they were excellent. The quality you sent through were excellent, which is in terms of systemizing your business. Um, so where you were 12 months ago and where you are now, there's been a change, yeah? Absolutely. And your mindset, if you could summarize your mindset change in terms of um, either where's the next client going to come from or um, what I want the business to be, how would you summarize how that's changed? I mean, I think, I, I think more about, you know, working on it than working in it. So I'm thinking more in terms of strategies. Um, how I can um, bring in more business through through projects, yeah. as opposed to you know the the day-to-day uh, -day tasks, and then I'm thinking more about how we can systemize the entire business so I can remove myself even more. Awesome, awesome. So the key lesson there, guys, and you all know this, is if you go to the ignition year, the 90-day sprints, it's working to those 90-day sprints is is absolutely key, and moving from working in it to on it. Your um. Your next year, we're looking at doubling again, aren't we? So we've had a good year. We've improved cash flow. Things are pretty good. Now we want to move into being, and I, I say this with complete respect, you know that, but into being a serious organization now, aren't we? Now we're into, right, I want to be almost yeah, um, exactly. a phrase that I've used over and over again. It comes from Ken, who was with us many moons ago now, but he says about being Dr. Evil. So he sat behind a laptop look, looking at metrics and delegating rather than um, on the coal face, killing yourself every day, hitting the phones. Um, you want to be Dr. Evil and, um, yeah. or, or Mrs. Evil in this case. So, yeah, I didn't realize how bad it was until, uh, we started moving forward. Yeah. And, that, and that's often the thing, isn't it? And I said on the, um, the weekly snapshot this week and guys, only half of you op opened last week's email, the weekly snapshot, I can see who's opened it and who's clicked on links, et cetera. So only half of you opened it, but in there we talk about, um, well, we actually, um, pre-framing Dion today, but we were, uh, we referenced Dan and we referenced um, James and, you know, a few other people. But you need to sometimes take a stab and just maybe go to Starbucks, look at where you've come in the last six months. Sometimes you get lost in, in the mire. But for you, Dion, one, one thing you said in that email to me was you didn't know where you where you were, you know, where you are now. But you've now taken sort of, you've almost come out of it and you're sort of looking at it going, geez, I've actually, I've actually come quite far, which is a great mm -hmm. thing to do. And now and again, you need to do that, guys. So don't get lost in... Uh, well, I've, I've done 20 grand last month, and I've done 30 grand, and I'm doing 40 grand. Sometimes you need to step back and give yourself a pat on the back and have that. Um, that's base psychology. It's based Tony Robbins, isn't it? It's base. You need to celebrate your wins. But what we're doing with Dion now is let's focus on the next 12 months, which we're going to plan out next. So let's do this. Dion, have you got any closing statements or any closing um, direction for Inner Circle members? Um, you know, what would you recommend to you double your business? What would you do? I mean, I just can't really say enough about the content piece in terms of the credibility that it lends. Yep. Um, I just, I really appreciate, I, I've never been one to, to be on the phone and cold call and do all that, but this, the, with the content, with clients coming to us and, and candidates as well, just having that credibility and that authority pre-sold, that has done so many wonders and removed so much headache. And it's out there, once you do it, then it's done. 
and it's just circulating and you people really do start to know you and like I said I mean it's almost creepy around town everywhere I go people <laughs> recognize me that I, I'm like I have no idea who that is but you sort of you know pretend and and it's 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 a beautiful thing it's it's really great so awesome awesome so having creeps fully around is a beautiful thing guys just as I mean to get inside in a circle uh, <laughs> Hey, it's popularity um, and passion, right? Yeah, absolutely. But um, but you're absolutely right. The you know the, the key thing you said there is being pre-sold, and it's a great place to be where you can start to reject clients or reject candidates because you know that your your pipeline's full. You don't have to worry about that so much. Um, so the content piece is being big for you. Let's do this then. Dion's given us a ten minute fast track into what she's done in terms of content. So the key thing I love about Dion was I say on the content canon, and I say and I've tiptoe in come on guys do 20 pieces and the reason why i say that's because i know recruiters are always now 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 but i think if you do the first 20 you start to see results and then you can do another 20. dion said screw that i'm gonna go big start or go home and the results of you know they've been um well they've come back to you full you know full circle as, as i expect them to so first question in dion is this how many pieces how many, um, I'm not sure, I guess how many followers did Dion have before the 83 pieces of content? What was the change? Uh, I think it was 11,000. Cool. So you've added um, 7,000. But that was in the last, uh, we've added seven in six months. About 7,000 in six months. Pretty cool. Yeah. We actually didn't launch our content until May of last year. Okay, what was the starting point in May last year? How many followers did you have then? Uh, I think around 11. Okay, good. So 7,006 months. How often did you publish your content? Yeah, really good question. So that was sort of the premise behind why we created so much content. So we used um, each piece three times. We changed the title of the article. We posted it, uh, we posted content every hour between uh, 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Pacific time. Was that every um, hour, Dean? Every hour, yep. And we posted one article every day on LinkedIn Pulse uh, weekdays. And that's why we created so much because we figured out that we needed enough content. Um, we figured out the hours, the days, I mean, this was very extensive, <laughs> um, my, my assistant did. Um, so we needed, enough content that we could reuse three times to post every hour on LinkedIn. Cool. So when you posted on LinkedIn, was that to your own profile page, your own status update? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. If there's 10,000 clients in your marketplace or 5,000 candidates, whatever your figure is, you want to have two things. Number one, your database, we want as many of them as possible. So 80% plus of the clients in your, in your own database. And we do that with database building strategies. Secondly, your LinkedIn status update. It's dependent on your, obviously your LinkedIn network. So you want your LinkedIn network to consist of the same 80% plus. But if you've got your clients candidates, and for example, if you've got 8,000 of your clients on your status, sorry, in your network, and you're posting, well, in this case, eight times a day, it's not going to be rocket science. You can start to get inbound referrals or leads or when you speak to someone you're pre-sold as Dion's had. So it's about building your network up and building your database up. And that's where um, Damien, who sent me the message earlier, was pretty cool. It, the update from Damien a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Or about two months ago was, I've done, I think it was, you sent out more candidates, Damien, in January, you did the previous quarter. 
based on LinkedIn campaigns templates and just using that strategy and systemizing it. So it's about using LinkedIn as a system. Don't use it as something you log into every now and again, ad hoc. Use the templates, use the systems inside the inner circle and systemize it. So um, 9 a.m. to 8 to, um, to 5 p.m., you use an automated tool, I guess, Dylan. Did you use Hootsuite or Buffer? Yeah, we use Hootsuite. No, no we use Hootsuite. Um, we use Hootsuite because they have a vanity URL, so all of our um, shortened links are findthe.fit, which is great for yep. aesthetics. <laughs> cool. Um, you, on your status updates, that's a personal profile. Um, I guess you mean company page. So did you post on the company page? Uh, yes, we did. So company page, blog, and personal status updates. Were people inviting you to connect, or were you and your team inviting people? I've never, I mean, I, I don't remember the last time I sent a connection request to someone. Um, we get over 100 connection requests every week and probably 40 plus emails from people on LinkedIn or LinkedIn messages. Okay, cool. So that's inbound. Let me just change inbound. That. So inbound, you said, was it 100 a week and 50 emails? 100 plus on connection request and about 40 to 50 messages a week. Cool, so hopefully that's answered that. Laura, let me know if you want me to um, dig deeper on that with with Dion. So these are pretty cool numbers, aren't they? So your, your content's definitely getting picked up then. Your content's definitely getting, getting through. So people are sharing your content, I assume, are they? Yeah, it is. It's really cool, especially with LinkedIn Pulse, because you can see how many people viewed it, liked it, shared it. So that was a great tool in terms of metrics on how we were going to repurpose the content once it had gone through LinkedIn Pulse. Good. So 100 plus, well, 100 um, inbound invites, and then was it 40 to 50? Mm -hmm. so, messages. So it's messages. Were they inside LinkedIn? So they message you inside LinkedIn? Yes. Or, yeah, cool. So that's yep. in LinkedIn. Good. So about 10 a day in LinkedIn. Um, let me see then. You are, well, Dion's authenticated brand says, so it makes you sound like um, a robot. It makes you sound, sound like that film with um, uh, Will Smith. <laughs> What's that film called with Will Smith, the robots? Can't remember now. I, I something, wasn't it? Um, but also, how did you come up, if you want to share with the group, how did you come up with um, eight pieces of content? She did yeah, mention so four actually, pieces, content twister. It, it was super easy. So I just picked 12 topics in my industry. And then I literally wrote about two sentences of what I wanted the article to be about. And then I said, you know, what the, the context or the, the vibe is on it with the content uh, twister. And then I sent that to my assistant and then she just managed the whole process with need an article. Um, when you created this content, what do you do? Did you have a Sunday afternoon, you sat down with a glass of wine, you went, right, I'm going to just choose 12 topics, two sentences. How did that take you? A couple of hours? Um, yeah, I mean, it probably took me about four hours, honestly. So I just kind of, you know, did some Google research and there's a lot of, you know, blogs and industry things that I follow. And I really didn't know, I'll be honest. I mean, this was a bit of a crapshoot. <laughs> so I didn't know which topics would really be well received. So some of the ones that I thought would be were not. And some of the others that I didn't expect would be so well received were. So you just, you don't really know until it gets out there, but I figured with 12 general topics, um, you know, we would, we would cover our bases. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, your job is not to be 
become the world leader in um, fashion knowledge or fashion, whatever the topics you chose were, you know, it's, it's not your job. Your job is to get clients and candidates to do that. We're going to have content that positions you. And we get lost in this. Is your job is not to become the world leader in whatever it might be in terms of actual knowledge. It's not your job. Your job is to get, and we rejected someone. I mentioned on the call a few weeks ago, we rejected a new member because he came to us and he's massively successful, but he wanted um, a website that did this and he wanted to have um, an X amount of number of followers that did this. It's not what you're here to do. You're here to get paid X amount. You do that by getting X amount of clients, X amount of candidates. You do that by reverse engineer the steps. And Dion, again, just eloquently stated that took her four hours to come up with this and it's now created content for a whole year and it's resulted in well things are pretty cool so um this isn't a big task and, and Dion would you say what you've done in the past in terms of con this content side was it perfect no absolutely not no. It, it, was, it was it was far from it but we we just went with it <laughs> that's the thing so you just went with it and you said just now that some of the things you thought would be really really cool they weren't quite so cool. And the things you thought that um, would be not so good were probably the more highest read articles. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was actually quite shocking, but, you know, you, you just never know. It's a lesson. I say this all the time. You know, if you do a webinar, um, I, can look at your, I can look at your conversion figures, et cetera, and I can improve your page. But the lesson is the market will always tell you. And that's why we split test. The market will always tell you. We actually had um, one of our blogs, what, or one of our articles was posted on an industry uh, blog. They reached out to me from LinkedIn and they published it um, with a little bio and all that. And they said it was the third most read article they'd ever um, published on their blog. And it was so funny because I told my assistant, I go, well, I literally don't really even remember what that article was about because, you know, it was so, I, I didn't write it, obviously, I mean, an article did. And it was, I mean, I spent no time on it. Uh, and this is the thing, guys. Um, that was, re that was re, um, re distributed via a third party. And by the sounds of it, it's pretty good, a pretty good or a pretty big um, third party. And, uh, and it was one of their third most ever. And you can't even remember it. So, guys, the lesson here is this. It's not your job to become the world-class speaker. Now, some of you... Um, and I'm looking at, for example, Damien, you're, you're a prime example, which is I love um, so, so thorough. And that's why, you know, you sent me earlier, you've had a really good result. Awesome. And I know that you can do big things. But most of the things you're going to do, guys, is not about you becoming the world leader in your knowledge of your niche. It's not your job to. Your job is to get the best talent for the best client. But we're going to use content and the strategies to get you in front of them and pre-sold and warmed up, etc. Um, it's a really, really key lesson there. Um, so essentially, you 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 winged it, Dion. <laughs> in that in that way, you identified twelve topics, and then you've used content twister, and then uh, we've uh, we've got that that what third third most ever on that third party. How many people does she have in a business now? I think I think it's one plus. We just started VAs, haven't we, Dion? Yeah, so when I started, I had um, my uh, marketing assistant who started with me as an intern. And now we just, as of two weeks ago, now we have a VA plus her. So two plus me, that's it. There you go. So um, some of you are getting the contracts of big companies now. So you're, you're now looking like a big company to the outside world. 
But we, no, it's not saying that you're big, but you don't need to have 10 consultants to be doing a million dollars. You probably just need one or two to be doing a million dollars. We need systems to make it happen. And um, that's where we're going to focus on Dion when we get through your questions, the next phase. Um, how often have have you posted the 83 pieces of content? Is it three times? Three times. Yeah, three times. Three uh, times, and then what we did, we took the, we looked at the metrics from all of last year's uh, LinkedIn Pulse. So any article that did over 100 views, um, I added to a list, and then we repurposed that content for our autoresponder this year. So we don't have to create anything new. We just use the most read or the most viewed, most liked, et cetera, for our autoresponder this year. Yeah. So the lesson is what converted, what was high in terms of converting, you reuse. Um, did you publish the content only on LinkedIn? Dion, I'll tell you what, this has probably been the busiest hot seat ever. I feel tired already. Um, <laughs> did you publish all the content only in LinkedIn or part of it, was it to publish on your website blog? I think you said you did publish on your blog, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So my assistant um, published all the articles on her blog. She chose photos. She came up with the titles. She published all of it on the blog. We post it to LinkedIn status updates, LinkedIn company, LinkedIn pulse, LinkedIn groups, uh, Twitter and Facebook. I don't really mention those because we don't really get business from Twitter and Facebook, but the, the content's there. So it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think most of you are going to find also as well, unless you're in a, a really, really micro niche and bear in mind that Dion's in fashion, which is probably the most likely to be on, on Facebook. I think you can find, although you see all these um, quote gurus who reference, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, see what they're actually doing in their business. And um, you'll see that most of it won't come through Twitter or Facebook. We still use them. And, and here's the thing. So total transparency, right? They're, they're not, you're not going to get the most, you know, amazing articles, but they don't, they really don't need to be there. There were some, there were a couple where, you know, my sister and I went, well, but you know what? It was fine because people aren't really sitting around and reading and critiquing your, your writing skills line by line. It's the topic. It's the bulk of it. It's out there. They, I honestly think it's a lot of it is just seeing that you're, you're publishing something original that's relevant to your industry. And they're really not, you know, no one's fine lining your, your article line by line. And, that, and that's so true, guys. Like um, I've said it before. And for those of you who've been in the circle now for more than two years, you'll know that my, um, my uh, commitment to you, in, you know, we've been transparent about creating and preloading our year, was this year I'm going to be prolific and not perfect. I'm dyslexic. Um, I speak a million miles an hour. I'm very, very passionate. And do you know what? The highest converting uh, material we've ever had is me walking back from the gym or me um, in the car and just being, just being myself. And um, I'm not the most eloquent and um, I'm not like most recruitment, um, whatever you want to call us, trainers, etc. And I don't want to be. I want to be polar opposite to them all because um, what we're doing I believe is polar opposite from the rest of the industry but your clients or future clients your future candidates they don't really care about um, well I read this somewhere else or I already know about that etc etc of course if you've got spelling mistakes and it's a, it's a complete pitfall then not cool but don't, I can't stress this enough don't get lost in it needs to be perfect because your clients and candidates won't read that and there's enough if you get a thousand people reading your article and two of them go this is dross who cares? 998 are going to say, might say this is good, but you can't focus on people who are going to be negative. And do you know what? 
those people who've ever been negative towards um, my own business, I don't want you anywhere near me. If you're the sort of person to pick up on grammar, and my grammar does suck, and we still make errors, you know, we're growing our own business, and that's part of growing. You're, and you're going to do exactly the same as you grow, and you've got VAs growing your business, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, um, I'm completely transparent with you. Um, it's going to happen. But the articles from Need an Article, they aren't going to be world-class. You're paying $10 for an article. You can go and pay $1,000 and have a world-class one created. When I gave you that, um, the link to them, it came from testing at the time, I can't remember the exact number, about 40, 50 different agencies. And um, value for money, they were by far the best across multiple niches. But the job is not to be perfect. It's about you getting in front of mind and being enough. And I think Dan was demonstrating that the outcome is not for you to be, have the world's best articles. It's for you to get X amount of clients who pay you X amount of money, to place X amount of candidates to give you X amount of money. It's not about the articles. If you put rubbish out there and you get, for every 100 people who view it, 10 say this is dross, then you've got a problem. But don't get lost in your own world, okay? Retained business will grow as your positioning grows. And that, that is the simple equation. And that's why I don't want people, that's why we don't sell our strategies individually anymore. Um, because I don't want to have quick spikes and say, well, I did Andy White's course and I've got clients three months now, I'm peeving them. That's not what we're about. We want to, yes, get cash flow quickly. Yes, get these things in quickly. But I want you to be leaders in your marketplace and get the retained business. Two lessons from Dion. The reason why she's on the call today. Number one is implement. And secondly, she's looking at business in phases. She implements massively on a cycle with sales. That came from Dion. And I didn't tell you, tell you that at the time, Dion, when we had our velocity call. It's because you prompted me to think, do you know what? You're moving so quickly with this. You're going through your entire database so quickly. We need to create a process of value in sales. You, 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 you're the one who pushed that, Dion. You, you created the need for me to create that strategy. Do you know that? No, I didn't. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah, and that came from you on a velocity call saying, Ali, I've gone through my entire database. Bang, right. What do I do next? It's like, geez, that's, that's amazing. We need to create another strategy here. So it's exactly the same thing. So in three months, something else will change in the marketplace. And guess what? We'll change things again. And by the looks of it, I'm going to have certain people copying what we're trying to copy what we're doing, but they never do what we're doing. I'm going to have to create more strategies. Um, and it was a conversation with Dion. I made me think, geez, I need to um, catch up with this girl. She's, 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 uh, she's ahead of the game. Um, but that's the truth of it. you know. And that's why we keep creating new strategies, because each of you has a new problem. And that's why we do these things. Um, so let's do this. Let me just check the questions for Dion. So I'm going to give everyone, type in the chat box. Dion's been very, very, very given so far. And I want to make sure we do three key things really on the session. One is an overview. Two, right, how, how has Dion done it? And three, how does Dion move from where you are today to where you're going to be in 12 months? And that's the next phase of what we've done. Well, what we are going to be doing, and you've done a little bit of, little bit of this already, I know. And I want to know what you've done. And then let's spec out what the next 90 days look like, okay? So there's two actions. Okay. Action for Dion. Dion's action is this. Um, Andy, I need clients. Andy, I need candidates. And Dion, have we spoke about this before? No. This is completely, you're having your coffee now. And um, I'm sat here a little bit worried about what you're going to say. Uh, <laughs> um, just to recap, last year, revenue-wise, you've doubled your business, correct? Mm-hmm. So um, when, when do you actually, remember the day you actually joined us, Dion? Oh, I can't, I can't remember, but I feel like it was in May. Okay, so May to um, was it 2015, April, yeah. 
2016, we've doubled the revenue, okay, which is um, which is really what we want for all of you in in the first in the first year, which is cool. Reason why Dale's on the call is because number one, massive action she's taken, and number two is because what she's about to do. But based on what you sent me through with your your um your process and systems for your VAs. I know that we're going to sit here in a year's time, and I think you might do more than W business again. It's not set uh, miss expectations. That's based on what I've seen happen before. Um, I, I genuinely believe you're going to go from you're going to double it again, which I think equates to five times revenue than what you had when you first joined us. That's my my. Let's, rough... let's hope so. That'd be yeah. good. Yeah, that's my rough metrics of what we did. So, what you're going to do, rather. So. It isn't a coincidence that we're going to be speaking to Dion today about laying out the next 90 days. Why? Because most of you need to do something very similar. But you might be at a different phase. You might be at the same phase. You might be five times bigger. You might be five times smaller. But we're moving from working in the business to on it. So, Yeah, so, I mean, my job now is to communicate with clients, to communicate with candidates, yeah. And to manage my VA and my marketing assistant. Good. So, you know, in the past it was do everything, you know, every email, every LinkedIn, it was all over the map. Everything you can, everything that's in our business that we do, I was doing it. Yeah. So you were the um, proverbial plate spinner then, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know that in the EMMs there, we've got five phases. We've got the foundation through to attraction authority, et cetera, et cetera, and we end up at scale. The reality is this. You're going to have a couple of strategies that are going to create scale, scale, scale pretty quickly, but then you're going to have a real challenge on your hand. It's about moving to the next phase. And that next phase is the um, managing the business rather than being, being the business. And um, say so we've just done a, uh, a new webinar on exactly this this topic, but the reason why Dion's on the call today, Dan, is because it's the next phase now. But great question, Dan. Dan, I think you got, was it one or two people got working for you, Dan? But you want to create systems in your business whereby, so your system, Dion, is you actually ending up speaking to the client candidate, correct? But it's all, mm -hmm. the, all the steps that before it, you actually don't be part of. So if we got, say, three steps, one, and we got two, and we got three, yay, we got Dion in here. But steps one and two, you don't want really to part of that, do you? But in the old school way of doing things, it was Dion, Dion, and guess guess who? Is that correct? That's right. One, implement, get results, mess up. Mess up. Like Dion said, you know, with um, the article, some of them weren't perfect, but you took massive action. Then when they start converting, scale them, and then move away from the business. Would you agree that's a, a summary of what you've done or... Yeah, and I think for me, I, I just, I'm more of a, I take one thing on and, and focus on it and then finish and move to the next. I mean, I just couldn't, I didn't have the bandwidth. I mean, obviously with all that I was doing to, to try three or four different strategies, just take one thing on, do it to the best of the, to my ability and then get it out there and then, you know, move on from there. And so that's, that's really what we did. And um, I mean, I couldn't have, I couldn't have tried more than one thing. I didn't have the time or the, the mental bandwidth to do it. And that's key, guys. So all of you, every single one of you since before, um, I talk about the recruitment Parthenon. And um, I'll probably see that somewhere on a website soon, by the sounds of it. Um, still a little bit annoyed about that. But um, I want you to build your business one step at a time. So rather than do something and be, be okay at it, 
you know, and do a little bit of it. I want you to be well, I want you to be the best. From what you said, Dion, you made sure what you did, you did it really well, correct? Right. Yeah. And I mean, it does. It takes time to set up and to, to think it through and make sure you're doing it well. But then once it's set up, then you don't have to worry about it again. You don't have to go back and keep doing it over and over again, which is what I didn't want to do. And that's that's a key thing. And thanks for being um, well describing that. If you go back and do it again, it's it's, it's pretty. Um, what's the word? It's a uh, it's soul destroying, isn't it? You, you do something, oh, it hasn't worked, and you go back and do it again, and again. Well, it's worked for so and so. And the reason why that happens, and I say it, is because you do a little bit of it, and then you're doing a little bit of something else, and a little bit of something else. But what you're not doing is doing something world class. And that's what I want all of you to be doing. Do the first handful of strategies world class. Be the best in your industry at doing those. In some of these strategies, in fact, most of them, no one else will be doing. Um, you know, you can go and look at, you know, write a blog. No, we're using pretty cool stuff. But become the best in the world at what you're doing. Do the first one, get a tick. Move on to the second one, get a tick. And then outsource it. And that's where we're going to focus on Dion now. Dion, I think we've got a business proposal here, possibly. Is Dion close to the limit on number of searches she can handle? Um, um, no. So you can outsource that, can't you, the next phase? Yeah, I, I already outsourced it. That was the first thing I had, not the first thing, but um, one of the first things that I had my VA handle is sourcing, because to be honest, I hate hate, hate, hate sourcing candidates. I literally, it pains me and it takes me a long time. And so that was, that was a system um, that I spent a lot of time detailing for my VA. And so he, he does all of that now. And he, he's already done the first one and it came back with just ridiculously good results. And so we're already to the interview phase with that search. What was the results you got from your outsourcing with the candidate side? He brought back um, 144 candidates um, for this particular search. Yep. And I qualified, oh, I don't know, just over email really quickly, over 50. And I have seven candidates that I'm going to present actually today. Wonderful. So, um, guys, just to give you some context on this, Dion sent me, was it about two weeks ago, you sent me through your, um, your system steps, your process yeah. steps? Yeah. So, um, the training you want, guys is frustration to freedom in the members area frustration to freedom it's four modules there's an yes there's an awful lot to it there's an awful lot to it because we're actually creating a whole business that works why you don't work so if you rush through it um, I guarantee you if you rush through it and um, I've got a VA I'm doing this and doing this I guarantee you you'll come back to me in two to four weeks maybe if you're lucky three months our oh, things have gone pear-shaped the VA's gone missing the VA's done this this is not happening and what you're going to have is a mess rather than having a business. When you sent through those um, those two documents, she systemized the steps. So although you think that each of you, well, no one else can understand what makes my, I am the ninja identifying a really good candidate. Right. What's your criteria for identifying a really good candidate? What's your criteria? 80% of your process to bring on board a new candidate, you can systemize. You can create a system. You can create a set of steps. You can create criteria. And so what, even if you get it up and running now, it'd take you a few hours to document that. And then you get candidates back, and do you know what? Yeah, you might need to do the final 20%, which is where Dion's at now. But then, as things sharpen up, that'll become 10%. Then in time, Dion won't be part of that process. So you don't need to be the, the all C&I. 
but that's what we think we are in recruitment. We think we are the no one else. I've got this magic. I'm the A-star player. No. Um, that's not how it is, guys, unfortunately. I know that we think we are. Don't think you are the, the, the be-all and end-all. And it's not to be um, in any way negative towards you. It's I want you to grow your business hugely, not just grow it by a little bit and do an extra 100K, whatever your figures are. It's because you, you get the massive growth, and I mean 10x growth, and sometimes 20x growth, and every single time it becomes by systems. Systems, automation, and there's one thing that underpins all of it, and that's a filter. And what's in your head becomes that filter. You must document that. You must have systems in place to become the filter. And that's where you go from getting 100K a year to 500K a year by having these systems set up. And again, so Matt, you're talking about NAA. Dean was just said there, you know, is, was that that guy who's doing your um, outsourcing? Who, yeah. who, who is he? Is he um, some like... It's a mod. So, so the, is he some recruit, recruitment genius that's been in recruitment 30 years? <laughs> no. <laughs> who, so who is he? <laughs> yeah, that that's Hamad. He he did it. I just I, I basically just told him, you know, the the type of companies that we want to look at, um, you know, which which segment of the industry they're in, and then I gave him a couple of titles. I gave him the countries, the regions, and he was off and running because really he's not qualifying. This is the thing I do remember. He is not qualifying a candidate when we. Um, before we contact them, I am qualifying them on a call. And so if someone comes back and, and maybe they're less than perfect, that's fine. Then I'll, I'll, I'll discard them through the process, but I'm not going to get on a call with someone that's not good anyway. So it doesn't matter if his results aren't, you know, hundred percent perfect. They were good, but they don't have to be perfect. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, guys, it's the thing it's going through and you, this, this all comes from frustration and freedom, doesn't it, Dion? No yeah, it's, it's, so my VA sources through LinkedIn that we have a very specific process of how um, he is supposed to find candidates. He adds them to um, an Excel spreadsheet. Um, there's different information he needs, name, title, company, email. If we don't have the email, he finds the email. And then there's a whole other process wherein he uploads the whole list to uh, reply app. I give him the template. For step one, which I do write because it's the it's the narrative, and then he uses the the templates. They are step two, step three that are already in the members area. I check it, and then we hit send. So he's not emailing people one by one. This is all uploaded. It's automated. We can track the whole thing. Um, it, it, again, it was just really documenting the process of how to to find candidates, and then how to upload them properly to Reply App. So the what I'm going to do is end on this because I want to be respectful of Dion's time because Dion, your your hot seat's probably been the most popular we've ever ever had, which is wonderful, um, and I didn't expect it to be this awesome. Um, in not because of you, in terms of the questions coming. No, because of the questions <laughs> coming in, it's like literally endless, which, which I love because the questions coming in means that there are um, a there's there's things we can improve in our own delivery to you guys, but also um, it means that what you've done and what you are doing is. Um, well, it's right on point to, to the members, which is what we love. So you need to be going through the actual training for a reason. So yes, there's a lot in there, but I'm telling you in this case, what Dion's done is two things. Number one, frustration to freedom. She's documented her own business processes and it will be different from yours. Getting candidates and clients. 
let's do this. So Dion, what do you need in the next 90 days? So what does Dion need next 90 days? So a typical answer I get is Andy, I need clients, I need candidates, I need, um, what do you need first of all? And then we're gonna move from here. Yeah, I, I, I want more clients. Okay, good. I don't need candidates. Good, so we need more clients. So if I was to um, be a five-year-old and I was to, um, and the phrase I use, in fact, I used it with, um, with David, I think, didn't I, David, just this week. If I was um, gonna be, what's the chap's name from Philadelphia, the, the solicitor, the lawyer, Denzel Washington, and he says, talk to me like a five-year-old. So if I was to be that five-year-old and it's like, I'm sat in front of my, my LinkedIn search engine, I'm about to start typing. What would I search for in terms of your clients? Give me the actual keyword stream I search for. Yeah, so it would be um, VP of, it could yep. be any number of functions. Yep. It could be C-suite. Yep. Or it could be CEO or president. Okay, good. What else? That's it. So I might pull up though uh, a VP of an automotive industry. Or, um, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, five-year-old. Back to five-year-old. Okay, so it could yep. be VP of uh, design. Yep. VP of HR. Yep. Operations. And I'm marketing. A, but this is I'm I'm um I'm just going to make it this really really basic for those people who are the listening yeah. outside of you and I knowing what you're doing. So we're we're in fashion. We're in retail. So what other keywords are we going to use? Yeah. So the industries would be fashion and apparel. Uh, sporting goods. Yeah. Retail. Good. Yeah. Good. So we got the industry sub niches guys. So at the moment we can say it roughly breaks down to fashion apparel and these four sub niches in terms of industry, the actual roles we're dealing with, we've got VP design, we've got HR and that probably break down to maybe five, six, maybe even 10 different um, decision right. makers. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Good. So what we've really got is a, I'll keep it nice and simple for my maths. I'll say 10 rows of DMs times by four mm -hmm. sub industries. Okay. So let's say we've got 40 potential clients. Is that correct? Yeah. Good. This isn't exact obviously, but I just want to go through the process so everyone else can see what we're doing. So um, tell me what you've got at the moment then in your marketplace. So let's do this. So in your marketplace, what do you think is the total number of potential clients? So what I want to know the total number is this. So I don't want to know organizations. I want to know, for example, uh, there might be 5,000 organizations, but there might be four decision makers in each or 10, as we mentioned. So that would equal 20K in that case. It might be if it was 10, obviously it's going to equal 50K. Um, what do you think is the total number of clients in your marketplace? Yeah, man, we've talked about this, and I, I don't know exactly, but um, I would be willing to bet, uh, I'd say maybe five, maybe, let me think about this, so mm, at least 3,000 organizations, maybe closer to 5,000, but within that, there's, I'd say 10 to 15 decision makers. Good, 10 to 15, so 10 to 15 times by 5,000, correct? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, good. So that's 50,000 to 75,000, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite a few. Yeah, good. Um, let's do this then. At the moment, in your, let's keep it nice and simple for now because LinkedIn's a key network for you in terms of doing this. And as you mentioned, Facebook, Twitter, not channels for you. So lesson for everyone else here. Um, 
if you go and read other people's blogs, oh, you need to get on Facebook, get on, test it, test it, test it, test it. Um, make sure it's, it's right for your marketplace. But you don't need to have a thousand clients to be doing a million dollar business. You need 20, 30, 40, 50 clients for a million dollar business. Um, so database, what do we currently do? So just give me through a view rather of a typical week or typical month of the database. Tell me about your, your database as it is now. What do you typically do with that database now? Um, you mean to fill the database or? No, not to fill it. What, how do you actually communicate with them? How do we communicate? Okay. So that's going to be through our autoresponder. Yep. Through our content and through our, um, double R. Uh, and through our searches, so when we're contacting candidates. Okay, so... And also... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you, no, you go on. Oh, no, I was going to say that um, also my VA is, is starting to build out the client database side, and so he's doing the uh, LinkedIn campaigns. Good. Okay, so... The minute then, your activity with LinkedIn, VA's using LinkedIn camp, how far are you into that? Uh, one week. Okay, this so, is week two, actually. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, first of all, I, I expect you to get um, client leads and get get clients from that. Okay. I expect you to actually get clients from LinkedIn campaigns. If you're two weeks down the line, and you haven't got client leads, or basically clients saying, uh, "Deal, when can we speak?" Or you actually having like um, offers on the table, come back to me. Okay. Um, okay. But I expect you to, to have clients from using the LinkedIn campaigns templates. Um, What's going to drive it is the metric. So what's your VA actually doing at the moment on LinkedIn in terms of getting more clients? So you're using the uh, LinkedIn campaigns templates. What sort yeah. of metrics is he using? Is it? Um, tell me what he's doing and let me see what he's doing. So he, he's instructed to connect with up to 100 uh, new potential clients every day on LinkedIn. Yeah. And he has a whole laundry list of every specific title and every specific function and all the different industries and regions. So he's got quite a bit ahead of him. And then he waits once the, a connection is accepted, he waits three days and then yep. he sends out the first uh, message. And then, you know, we go through the, the process of sending the messages. Good. And then on the back side of that, he has an Excel spreadsheet of everyone that he sent a connection request to. Mm -hmm. And then um, that's name, title, company, email. And then he's got another list when they actually accept. So the, the end game here is that by every function that we're looking to target, he will then, once it's complete, he will then upload it to um, our database and segment it by function in the database. Good. So let's look at what we're doing here in the, um, in the bigger picture for LinkedIn. So LinkedIn allows you, but again, they're probably going to change the rules every whatever, but at the minute, um, as far as I'm aware, it's, 3,000 invites go out. Okay, you're lucky because you, you're getting 100 a week come to you and say, hey, Dylan, do you want to connect? Which is cool because of your content. Um, what we need to think about is this. So there's 60,000 in your business, okay? Now you've got a real live working person, a humanoid in your business, This uh, your VA. When you work with a VA, and this is, I'm talking to Dion, but I'm talking to all of you. When you work with the VA, you're actually building an infrastructure for your business. So if your marketplace consists of 60,000, and we've got, say, 15K in here, we've got 15K in here, we've got 15K in here. Why have we broken it into four? Because we're dealing with four types of um, actual client. 15K in each. 
it would be of use to have four different people in your business focused on four different channels. Does that make sense, Dion? Yeah, it does. So you've got client one, client two, client three. So going back to, let me just bring this up. I hate the new version of paper 53. It's not that user friendly. Let me see. So we've got fashion, apparel, sporting and retail. So we've got four different types of client. So if you've got four networks focusing on your four different types of client, what you suddenly got is an asset you can you can leverage. So just again, to give you expectations and to be um, transparent, LinkedIn do say no one else should be, should be using your network, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you decide for a VA to use and manage your LinkedIn network, that's your call. Um, do most recruiters do it? Yes, of course they do. But you just need to know that it's your call to do it and be, be sensible with it. What I recommend is this, so you've already got yourself, Dion, Mm -hmm. And you've got VA number two and VA number three or person number two, number three. So you've got three potential channels here. If you have one more, you could build up four networks, okay, strategically. Now, the reality okay. is if your VA is sending out 100 invites a day, 100 invites, mm -hmm. and then he's replying to say, let me just, oh, this is why I don't like the, <laughs> let me just see if I can make it small. There we go. And then he's replying to, so you get accepted. Then you use the um, LinkedIn templates and you send that message one, the message two, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if he was or he or she was to spend on four on four networks and sp to spend the time sending out 100 invites, then messaging people on, message on um, replies or acceptances from the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one, that's probably going to be four accounts, 100 a day. You're probably looking at... Um, Depend on whether you've got the premium account or not, and the other search criteria, how big your network is, anywhere between four and eight hours, okay? Okay. What I'd expect, though, if you've got that built strategically, so you know in your marketplace there's 60,000 clients, if you start to focus on this and you look at your business like this, so, for example, you've got a dashboard. So your dashboard should have um, some indication of, right, today we sent out 100 invites, we sent out um, 20 um, responses to emails, so you know exactly what your VA is doing. What you start mm -hmm. to see is this. You've got, let's break down your market into the four different areas. What you see is this. It's like maybe on week one, you've got this amount of the um, network covered off. Maybe for this one, for this for this um, channel, you've got maybe that. Maybe for the apparel, you've got um, this amount covered off. Maybe for sporting, you've got um, this covered off. But what you can start to see very quickly is right how much of the network how much of the marketplace have we got covered off so there's two things we want to do one we want to build our network strategically focus on the end in mind right so if i'm a million dollar business will i have one person in my business running it no i won't from a million dollar business and there's four different client channels i'm probably going to have four different client streams so focus with the end in mind so what i suggest you do is this look at your vas now there's you and your two other people that's three done maybe you get a fourth now, some people, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, they set up a, um, a, um, a LinkedIn account um, and they, they BS and they say, say whatever. And it's something that um, I had a, a, a conversation with a, quite a, comp a competitor about years ago. We hired a company to build up our networks and all this bad stuff happened. So what I'm say to you is do things by the book, okay? Um, I wouldn't okay. trust a third party to build up your network. And by, by, by a third party, I mean... Um, um, a agency, you say, oh, we'll build your network and we'll do this for you, do that for you. I wouldn't recommend that. Keep it in-house. So train your okay. VAs to follow your processes, okay? 
Um, and that okay. comes from being bitten personally. Um, now, there are tools out there that do this. So, for example, there is a, um, a tool. I'm just going to share it with you now. Secretconnector.com. I know this because it sent to me just this week by Barry. With the other Barry. This builds up your network automatically. Now, I've not used it. So I don't know whether it works or not. Um, but by the sounds of it, they build your network up and um, you basically download the tool. And you can go check it out yourself, guys. You download the tool. And then what it do, it automatically builds your network. So it, if you put in, I need Java developers on Wall Street, you're going to find 1,000 Java, Java developers on Wall Street. You invite 100 a day when they accept and out a follow-up message, et cetera, et cetera. Now, we've not tested this. Um, I don't know whether the tool's good or not. But there's many, many tools out there which promise you whatever. I'm only saying that because I know lots of you email me with, um, I'm using this tool, what do you think? Another one was traffic. Um, there we go. I saved it. Traffic socially. Um, looks like the website's gone down, so maybe they got banned. So when you build your LinkedIn networks, do think about you're building an asset, okay? You're building mm -hmm. an asset. So I'd say do things the right way. I'd say build up. Um, based on you know, your VAs using your exact processes, do it manual and think smartly, okay? I wouldn't use any shortcuts because normally shortcuts come back and bite you in the bum. But what I do, Dion, I think about, right, if it's 60,000, if I, at the moment, get 100 invites a week inbound, that's four, 500 a month. That's pretty cool. Now, you're not going to get that. Well, you might get that. Who knows? Um, but what I start to do is I'd set an action, your first action, is I get your VAs, plural, I structure it so you've got four different um, networks, one for each type of client. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because what I want so to So you think I should add, sorry, go ahead. No, go on. No, so I have the um, one VA now that's, that's just doing this. So do you think I should add another to focus in a specific part of the market? In short, yes, I'd um, I'd look at your business. And say, right, if I'm a million dollar business, how would I be running? And that's where you're moving towards, isn't it? And that's where that's what's in your head. Um, you had a really okay. really good first year. This year, hopefully, we're we're going to get to half a million. And it's like, yes, yeah, cool. I'd be thinking, right, if I was a million dollar business, how would I be running? And um, you wouldn't okay. be, you wouldn't be doing doing. And what you've got a really good grip of, Dion, is um, being the delegator, being the um, support Doctor Evil. So yeah, I'd be thinking about right four channels, okay. Okay. That's what I'd be thinking. Um, that's if you want to be doing those sort of figures. Maybe you want to have less time in the business, whatever your, your outcome is. But yeah, I'd be focusing on right four channels, four networks, systemize it. And here's a cool thing. Once you've got um, templates that work once, you can duplicate them. Isn't in rocket science, okay. all, all you need is four, and it sounds awful calling the VA a robot. It's not what I mean. There's a couple of you on the call. You know I don't mean that way. You know that I, I don't. You know how much I I'm adore you guys. But the actual actions should take no thought. And that's the key thing. You want to remove the ability to create a problem. And we do that with copy and paste. Okay. Yep. So, um, yeah. I'd have, so the first thing is I'd systemize and build your networks. So I'd have, um, right, I've got four desks. I want to create the 60,000 in the marketplace. I want to dominate the marketplace. Um, that's the first that thing. I'd be, yeah, I'd be saying. So, guys, um, Okay, guys, I think we are now on to the, uh, the charging space all being good. So let me just check the question box and I'm going to get Dion on the call. Questions about your business. Um, 
Rick, I did this to you too. Yeah, absolutely. I want to know what the size of your marketplace is and how you can dominate it. I did exactly that. You're right, Rick. Um, Johnny, 5th of April already. I did the next 90-day action plan. Hashtag take action. Laura, is there an opt-in? I'm not sure what an opt-in for what you mean. Oh, okay. So Laura's asking you, Dion, after they accept an invite, is there an opt-in? So what your next step is? So they, you send an invitation or they come to you and you accept the invitation. What happens next, I think, is the question. Um, yeah, so if, if someone comes to us, this is exclusive of our LinkedIn campaigns. Um, no, there, there is no opt-in. Um, with the LinkedIn campaigns, um, we after they accept our invitation, then we wait three days and then we send them the first template. Um, but one thing that I, I picked up from what you've done there is the fact that you've waited three days, which is pretty smart. So you're not coming across as the... Uh, quote the salesy person in fashion is that the intention yeah I, I did that very intentionally I didn't want I didn't want someone to accept and then me jump down their throat so we were intentionally waiting yeah and um guys also if you used any of these tools that I've shared with you secret connector or whatever else that traffic socially that actually came from Mark I think Barry also um if you use those tools let me know in chat box your feedback so I know that people will be asking um but three days that's that's pretty cool stuff so we're not being salesy. Um, I want you to have full-time VAs, all of you. I want you to move yourself out of the business. But if you want to answer that, Dion? No, he's full-time. Full-time, cool. Um, do they click on an opt-in and go into your database? I think we've just answered that, but... Um, no. No, he's, he's adding them to our database once they've... Actually, even if they haven't connected, he's still going to add them to the database. So there's uh, depending on what country you're in, your your rules and as always check your local country rules um but what lots of people are doing i'm not saying it's the right thing to do or it's the wrong thing to do but adding the linkedin contacts so exporting your database details so either exporting it from linkedin so you get their email address exporting their name etc and going and finding out what their actual work address is but um it's connecting with them outside of linkedin i think it's a key lesson there which is your um your vase your VA setting up for you is that correct, Dion? Yeah, and we're not we're not contacting them outside of LinkedIn. So we're going through the the LinkedIn campaign, um, you know, training. So we are not we're adding them to a database because I want to have their information in my database. However, we're not adding them to like our autoresponder or or another tool because we we don't want to get our hands slapped. Good. My apologies for that. So the um. No so um, what Dion's doing, and I'm, I'm actually glad you're doing that in, in that way. Say, and I've always got to say, LinkedIn terms and conditions say, and I get bored of saying it every single week, but I want to make sure that you guys continually get the right right advice on that, is um, yeah, you shouldn't really be um, contacting them outside of LinkedIn if they've opted in. They've opted in to connect with you, not to get emails from you, but lots of people do it, and um, and they have no problems. That's completely your call. But what Dion's doing is just getting the details and creating an offline database. Is that correct? Correct, yeah. Good. So let's recap. Dion's now going to look at creating, right, in my marketplace, there's, I'll keep it nice and simple, Dion, for my, my maths, um, 60,000 clients, there's 15,000 clients in each, rather than have one network whereby, um, bang, 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 it's me trying to build it in one network, I'm going to look at, right, if I'm a million dollar business, would I have it all on one? No, I wouldn't. I'd probably have at least one or two desks per, per business. One, I think, would, be, would suffice for a million-dollar business. That's based on what I've seen you know, inside the inner circle. So um, if you've got four VAs, yeah, you're going to have a VA for each one um, or a name for each one, whoever the person in your business is. So you're going to have four different networks. Does that make sense? 
Yes. Good. And what you're going to do is, <laughs> go on. Mm -hmm. uh, just to be clear, it, it is still all under my network though, correct? I'm not creating multiple LinkedIn profiles, correct? No, what I'd have is the opposite. I'd have, um, for example, if you've got um, four people in your business, so okay. let, in fact, in fact let, me, let me put the question back to you to make sure I understand the question. How could you have four underneath the same profile? Um, I guess I'm confused. I'm thinking, what I was thinking is one profile, which is what I have now, and having four VAs connecting with four different market segments. So we're building faster, but it's still under my profile. Got it. Okay. So there's a few things around that. Okay. Um, okay. One is LinkedIn allows 3,000 invites as things stand today, and this has changed, and it may well have changed recently, but 3,000 invites, outbound invites. Now, you, I know you're getting 100 a week inbound, which is cool. The second is when VAs log into your LinkedIn profile, if they're in a different country, um, it flags they're in different countries, you've got the whole proxy challenge, which you can overcome. You um, you can set up a proxy. So if someone's in India, it looks like they're logging in from Oregon, which is which is simply done. So you can get that. Um, but most importantly, um, sorry, but what you can also do, let me finish this um, set of steps. What you could do is you could have four different profiles or sub-profiles. You could have one for um, para, one for sporting, one for retail, etc. So you could do that under the one profile. Okay. But then what you've got is an awful lot of activity on LinkedIn. Now, first-hand experience. We were shut down just this week on my own personal profile. Why? Because we released a new automated webinar. So if you go to our website and you click on, um, go to the bottom of the page or click on webinar, you'll go to an autom automated webinar and it looks live and some of you are name checked now, which is cool. Anyway, we uh, released that to our database. Our database is very big. So suddenly we had an awful lot of activity on, 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 on my profile and LinkedIn in their absolute genius has said, well, you've had too many page views. And um, we've gone back and said, listen, you, you need, um, uh, I've been here before, so you need my passport to show, demonstrate I'm a real person. You need my da da da, all these things. Um, and we used to actually do LinkedIn training. You know, we actually work with them as in, in an indirect way. And um, didn't want to know. So what I'm saying to you is this. So we're having my own personal profile. So um, I'm in trouble because we've, we've, we've launched a new webinar and the webinar it's probably the wrong name, but it's called the Million Dollar Recruiter. So there's a lot of activity around it. And they've come to the page, they've gone to my LinkedIn page on the thank you page. Um, you register for the webinar, thank you page, it's got some text, it's like click here to connect with me. And suddenly they've got this massive influx of activity and they shut me down. Now I'm hoping they're gonna, um, they're gonna open me up again because it's, it's pretty painful. It won't be the end of the world because let's say all of you, you shouldn't be dependent just on LinkedIn. So you should have an offline database, etc. So we walk the walk in this. But what I want you to understand is this. If you've got one profile, which is just you in your business, mm -hmm. that means you're a single person business. You're working in the business. All of you, okay. I want you to have long-term virtual assistance. So I'm not saying set up um, BS accounts, set up um, accounts that don't exist. And um, one or two of you on the court know do this and um, – that's your decision. That's not what I want you to do. What I want you to do, because it will bite you in the bum. Um, you shouldn't be doing that. But what I want to really demonstrate is this: you want to be thinking strategically about your business. And I did a podcast about a year ago, and it's on our, it's on iTunes, it's on our website, it's on um, recruitment agency ignition, and it's called Get Off LinkedIn, and um, something like that. And uh, you can go and find it on our website. Go and find it on iTunes. And I talk about exactly why you shouldn't be dependent on LinkedIn. And guess what? I've been bitten in the bum. 
And it's because LinkedIn is so backward in terms of their understanding. So for each of you, if you look at your page views each day, imagine you're getting 50, 60 page views a day and suddenly you get, I don't know, 300, 400. LinkedIn will um, restrict you. They'll shut you down. And um, that's what I want you to be aware of, Dion. If you've got okay. all that activity happening, um, the chances are you're going to get shut down. So there's two things. Number one, do things by the book with LinkedIn. So you need to know if you are going to play the LinkedIn game, you need to make sure that you um, you know the rules of the game from the outset. So number one, I recommend never, ever BSing because um, what will happen is if you do have a problem, they'll ask you for the passport of the person's account. So you need to be real. Um, so always be real. Secondly, know that LinkedIn, the way they actually manage their metrics of your activity on the account is not based on real world. It's based on them going, this person's had 50 views, 50 views, 50 views, 50 views. 500 views and to them something's happened so it's um and it, it isn't um the customer service is absolutely shocking absolutely shocking but they don't care that all the focus on is um revenue so i want you to think about your business so when i say to you about your account you got four people accessing your account again just to recap you should have no one else accessing any of your accounts it should be you every time if you make a decision you're cool but as i said before yeah, 99% of recruiters do that, okay? Okay. But what I'm saying yep. to you is this. If I was you, I'd be thinking, right, if I'm a million-dollar business, I'm probably going to be doing, let's keep it nice and simple, 250K for each one. You are, you're not going to have the ability to have two, you know, to do a million dollars yourself, are you? You know, you're moving away no. from doing that. So you want four people working for you. So um, I'd actually have those people using the same strategies over and over again. So I'm not sure if the solar guys are still on the call. Let me just see if they are. Um, but tomorrow I've got a um, a session. Yeah, Damien's on the call. Good. And uh, Damien is mentioned before, so astute. But his uh, his guys are actually using the LinkedIn strategies. And each recruiter is going to have a VA that's using strategies, and they're going to roll them out, and they're going to scale. And I know they're going to be awesome. Really, really excited. But they're thinking with the end in mind. They're not thinking about just what's in front of me. Thinking right, how do we do whatever the figure is per desk, or how do we do seven, eight figures, whatever, whatever it's going to be. So slightly different size from where you are, Dion. But I want you to think about mm -hmm. if I'm doing a million dollars, what would it look like? And it isn't you doing it all. So I suggest you've got profile one, profile two, profile three, profile four, based on your four clients, your four, four okay. client channels. So the lesson, guys, for everyone here, just to say it again, is um, don't create BS accounts. You'll get found out at some point because they'll ask for your passport. Um, but also think where you want to be in 12 months, 24 months. Do you want to be doing half a million, do be doing a million? What would you be doing? So folks with the end of mind, those are the two lessons, okay? Okay. So we've 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 um, hammered that one into the ground, haven't we? Systemizing LinkedIn. Um, let's do this then. So LinkedIn, we know that we want to move from 6,000 to 60,000. So we've got a gap, 54,000. So the first thing I want you to do, Dion, is I want you to systemize the use of LinkedIn across those four channels. Make sense? Yep. What I want you to do is come back to me in two to four weeks. So if you've got progress in two weeks or you've got massive failings in two weeks, let me know. If things are ticking along nicely, then cool. But definitely by four weeks, I want an update, okay? So we've um, we've grown that network from zero to 700. We've grown that from um, 200 to um, 1,000. We've got X amount of business out of each one. Okay, I want to know what's happening, and then we can see what's what we can scale and what we can um, or what we need to improve. Okay. Okay. So that's feedback Makes to sense. feedback to me. 
in the next two to four weeks. Okay? Okay. That's LinkedIn. But I fully expect you to be getting clients um, within, the, within the next four weeks. I, I expect you to be email, emailing saying, Andy, we picked up another client, picked up another client, picked up another client, et cetera, et cetera, um, doing that. So you, with each LinkedIn profile, use the template you've got in your own profile. Use you as a celebrity. So make sure that they reference you in the profile. If you want me to review it, send it to me to review, okay? But um, okay. you've you got a structure that works. But I fully expect you to come back to me in the next four weeks and say, Andy, we've got X amount of new clients. If you haven't got any traction in two weeks, come back to me, and then we need to look at improving that, okay? Okay. Good. So, I, so LinkedIn, I expect you to be getting traction there. Now, database. We've got a gap of 58,000, haven't we? Yep. So the 2,000 you have got, how have you built that up till now? Give me the background, first of all. Uh, through LinkedIn. Okay, so um, for everyone else's benefit, take, take me through what that means and through LinkedIn. Um, so the 2000 that we have now has it's just been people that have come to us that I've connected with, um, you know, over the years that have become clients or potential clients. Okay. So Not systemized at all, very random in the past. So it's just, it's just happened in the past. It's just sort of... Yes. Almost exactly. Luck. Yes. Look, although I love the phrase, was it um, labor under correct knowledge? They say, don't they? But I know it's a real Tony Robbins thing, but I love that also. I don't think that just happens. I think it's something, it comes of effort. Um, so you've got 2,000 already. Are, are they actually in your database? So actually in your email marketing system or, or, or what? Yes, they are. Okay, good. So these 2,000, are they in your autoresponder? They are. We have in our autoresponder, I think, 11,000 people. Mm -hmm. And what's that? Is that 2,000 clients, 9,000 candidates? Yes. Yep. Cool. How did they get into your autoresponder? So how did that database grow or build? Or um, Yeah, they, so we did have, we had constant contact uh, before. Yep. And we just, we just grew it over the last, you know, several several years. I've had constant contact since the beginning, and then last year when you and I started working together, I switched over to. Good. Yeah. So you've got eleven thousand your autoresponder, um, two thousand clients. Those two thousand clients. Tell me, um, how many of them are actual clients? Actually, you know, they're paying you or have paid you in the last six months. Oh, I have five to seven. Good. Good. So we got. I'm going to keep it nice and simple again for my maths almost 2,000 then, which are so far, they've not paid us, correct? Correct. Okay, those 1,990, we've put them through double R, double R in some, some way, have we? Mm-hmm, we have. Good. So what we need to do is two things. Number one, we need to um, waken up the 990. We need to get them to become clients, or of, of course, some of them to become clients. Um, not Harry Potter, although I've got this pen in front of me, a little like Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> But what we also need to do is build the database up, don't we? Right. So we've got a gap of fifty-four, no, 58,000 on the database, wasn't it? So we've got right. two, two actions we want to be doing. Um, you have had some success, haven't you? Mm-hmm. So you have um, sent out the templates and you've had, um, I remember you had some really good results and you, you kindly shared, shared them with us. So you've got, um, some clients in double R, double R, but we've also got a lot we've not had. Um, well, they, at the minute, they've not become clients, correct? Correct. 
Okay, give me, if you could, the summary of those 2,000. So what have we done with the 2,000 in the last um, six months? Uh, we have, aside from the autoresponder, we've sent them messages. Okay, good. And we've got some clients from that, yeah? Yes. Okay, and we've got, obviously, a lot we haven't. So, um, roughly, with the metrics, what um, amount of those have you had a conversation with? So, have you had a conversation with 10, 20, 100, or um, how many have contacted you? 5, 10, 50? Um, um, I've probably had conversations with closer to, say, 10 to 15. Okay, good. Yep. And of those 10 to 15, how many of those have become clients? That would be the 5 to 7. Okay, good. So, if you have a conversation, I know it's not linear, but if you have a conversation with 15 and you get 5 to 7, that's... We're talking about, again, I'll be, I'll be prudent. Let's say 40% of them become clients. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, some of them just are not ready to move forward. Some of them, you know, aren't, they may or may not want to do retained. It just depends. And some of them we just turn away because we don't, we don't like. Good. And so everyone, two lessons there. One, not ready. Two, Dion doesn't like, but she likes stalkers in bars but but that's really really important because um what we want you to move away from guys and i think most of you got this now you don't want to take on board clients who are a pain in the butt you don't want to be doing that because it costs you more time energy and you could be building the business in a different way and it isn't the right thing to be doing but i know that a certain time needs most etc um so either not ready or you, you want to reject the client so would it be fair to say, though, if you've had 15 conversations and four or five become clients, if you have a conversation with a client, one out of three or one out of 2.5 yeah. will become a client, correct? Yeah. Right, I'm going to be negative and prudent again. I'm going to say one out of three become a client, okay? So our, our outcome is, right, we need to get you on the phone. Is it, When you speak right. to a client, is it face-to-face -face or on the phone? On the phone. Okay, good. Right, everyone on the call. Can you see the steps we're going through with Dion here? We've identified what she needs to do to get a client on the phone. We know that one out of two, one out of three converts to becoming a client. So we want to find out how do we get them onto the telephone. Does that make sense, everyone? Do you understand what your silver bullet is? So Rick is new to the group. Um, I asked you about silver bullet. You can see where we're going with this. Does it make sense? Can you see what your silver bullet may be? Or do you know what your silver bullet may be? Good. So, so we need to find a way of getting them on the phone. So at the minute, what do you do with the 1900, well, I'm going to call it 2000 to keep it nice and simple. With that 2K, how have you got them on the phone at the moment? Um, so usually it's, it's in response to double uh, R or they found me on LinkedIn. And so they'll reach out and say, you know, they raise their hand and say, hey, we have this, this position. I want to learn more about your company. And then we get on a call. Okay, good. So what we want to do then is um, we want to build up the, the volume, don't we? Um, but mm -hmm. also, I think we want to build up the conversion. So you're getting a great reply rate from your or open rate and reply rate from your RRR, but we've not had enough telephone conversations. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Um, I do, like you said, uh, a variety between sales. I do less sales because I, I just I don't personally like sales, and I do more of um, you know uh, engagement or, or value in my double R. So perhaps my my call to action is not clear, or 
I'm not sure why, but I don't, I don't get as many requests for calls as I would like. Yeah. And I'm picking Through up. Through double R. Now, link, someone comes to me on LinkedIn, then they're already pre-sold and they're, they want to talk to me and we're good to go. But with double R, I don't get as many conversions to telephone as I would like. Yeah, good. So I'm um, seeing three things we need to do here. Okay. Um, the first thing is I want us to um, improve your figures on actually getting clients on double double okay that's the first thing the second thing i want to increase the amount of um activity you're getting from clients on linkedin which i think you're going to do straight away based on what we've just gone through okay um and the third thing is i want to build your database so we got a gap of fifty-eight thousand, and even if we went through um really really awful conversion figure if you've got another ten thousand clients into your database you're going to get a, a pretty cool result but i want to improve three things um, the LinkedIn side of things, what I'm going to do is I'm going to part that if that's okay with you, because I think you're going to get clients in already just by scaling up what, yeah. you do, what you're doing. Okay. Um, say so if you're two weeks in and you haven't got new clients, you're going to email me and Sandy, um, I haven't had any client calls, et cetera, et cetera. Then I'm going to review your templates and we're going to see where we go from there. But I think you are going to. Okay. Um, so if, okay. We, if we do that across four channels, I'm pretty certain already that's going to give you a lot more clients. Uh, so what we need to do is look at what you've done maybe in the last eight weeks with clients and what I also want to do is build your database up I want to build up your database so we got a gap of 58k I want to build that up make sense yeah totally good so what have you done in the last um last yeah eight weeks probably with double double of clients just give me just a rough a rough overview of what you've done yeah, so um, we have for all of our different functions, let's say there's there's 10. So we have the potential clients by function. And yep. so I send um, a message to say three to four functions per week. So say yep. just for argument's sake, week one in the month is marketing, merchandising and sales. Week two is another three functions. So I send them out in, um, in spurts throughout the month just because there are uh, different hiring managers within each company. And so I don't want to send, you know, 15 emails to the same company in the same week. Yep. What about the, um, being direct, um, using the, the client template. So whatever the templates can be, whether we've got this candidate or we've, um, a strategy session, et cetera. What have you done in terms of that in the last eight weeks? Yeah, I haven't sent, um, uh, we've got a candidate, you know, an MPC. I, I did that towards the end of last year and I don't, I don't like to use that more than, you know, once every six months. Cause I feel like it just, you know, sounds like a lot of other recruiters. Yeah. Um, we've sent uh, very direct, um, you know, direct sales and then um, two, two uh, more value add emails. The value yeah. adds are the ones that we don't get a lot of response on. People say, yeah, that's nice, that's lovely, et cetera, but we don't get calls. Yeah. Yeah. And I can I can see where, where, where we're going. Okay. Um, if you've got a company, yeah, who are desperate for a fashion retail guru and they're desperate for it and they've tried for, for four, six, eight weeks to, to fill that role and they've not been able to, if you've got that candidate, do you think it'd be a value to them if you could give it to them? I do. Okay. So you've got um, a lot of candidates, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Got a lot of quality candidates. Mm -hmm. Right. So something I didn't think we'd ever do with you, Dion, but I want us to, to break through this little barrier we've got going on. Um, and what I want to do is I don't want to be the one who say, told you so. I want the metrics to tell us what the outcome is, okay? 
So what okay. we want to do is this. I want you to run a test. I want you to run a test on um, your four channels. You know that you know the templates that convert, don't you? You know which what works. You know what candidates you've got. I want you to run a test in the next week, okay? So I want you to send out um, for each channel a hundred first emails, and of course into second, third, etc. They want you to come back to me with the results. Um, what you can't get lost in is um, I don't want to be selling, don't want to be selling, don't want to be selling. You live in your world, Dylan. You you know that each day you wake up, you go to the gym, and you uh, you you do what you do each day. The outside world think you're a celebrity, and you don't see what they see. Okay, and the point I'm trying to make here is if you've got something of value to give them, i.e., a world class candidate, you could solve a problem they've got in the business. In your world, you're um, thinking, well, I'm. I've done this a year ago. I'm here now, and uh, I don't want to be a pain in the butt. I want to be given good value, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They see you as some form of guru, and we've got a mindset problem. I think it's only a little one with you because I know where you are. It will smash through really quickly. But rather than me say this is what I think we've got as a problem, I want the metrics to tell us it's either a problem or not. Okay. So what I want okay. you to do, I want you to test this um, once every six months. That isn't enough. Okay. Not, not with your positioning. Um, I'm okay. signed up to, and um, are you signed up to all of your competitors via a, a dud email address? Yeah, not that many of them even have the option for that. Here we go. Um, what are you going to find is most recruiters, though, it's um, job, 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 job. You're a, a good, well, you're seen as you know, a celebrity in the marketplace. I want you to leverage that. There's no point being a celebrity in the marketplace if all you're going to do is get um, – um, you know, guys chasing you in bars, wherever it might be. It's to get paid. It's for you to get paid. Yeah. But um, none of you are in the inner circle now to give bad service. You're you're all here because you're you you you're, you're great. You're sound. We get on. We we've all got the same ethics. We want to do the right thing by people, and that's what why we're all here. Um, so I would never say to you spam or just hit them hard or just do this. No, what I'm saying to you, if you've got good candidates, which you have, it is your duty to share with them the great candidates you've got. Now, I'm not saying every single day, we've got Brad hair, we've got red hair, we've got Julie, she's got blonde hair, Mark, we've got dark, dark hair. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying to is, they've got a problem. They can't solve it. Your candidate is a solution, which is what we talk about all the time. So I want you to run a test. I want you to look at those four channels. I want you to approach 100 of each client and come back to me with the results, okay? Once every six okay. months, once every six months isn't enough. We wouldn't go to all the effort of Maven strategies and content canon if we could ask for, um, um, do you want any business? Once every six months. No, no, no. Far from it. Far, far okay. from it. It's the other way around. Um, I'm not saying every single week, but you've got such positioning. It's now a case of you leverage what you've created, Dion. Okay. So I want you to do four times by 100 with follow-up. Come back to me with the results in two weeks, okay? Okay. And um, um, so first off, I want you to break through that little barrier and, and get over that, okay? Okay. Good. Next thing, we've got a database that could be 60,000. It's actually 2,000. So you've got a gap of 58,000. So we're actually working as we speak now. And Dan, um, Mark, lots of you have told you we're working on this at the moment. Um, we've got a new module or modules coming up about, about exactly this, how to build a database from scratch to put into double R, double R. Um, I'm going to give you just a real sh short, dirty way to do this right now, okay? Um, 
you know that you've got you know those four client streams you've got what's the most um the most um I don't know, magnetic to you, you know, who accepts you the most or who sees you as leader of the most? Is it 25% for each or does one certain stream see you? Yeah, Dion, she's awesome. Um, no, I think it's fairly equal, honestly. Okay. How many, which is the stream where you got the most candidates or is that equal as well? Um, the most is going to be the fashion and apparel side and the sporting goods. So the performance people. Okay. What do you think would be the, um, the channel whereby it'd be easier to get, candidates placed so i know that obviously there's competition in some there's less than others etc what's the channel or top two channels be easiest to yeah, get you paid performance side performance side okay good um right if i was to go online now and search for your ideal candidate what would i search for um you would search for well i mean it would depend on what the role is but it would be um someone in one of the functions that we place yep in uh, sporting goods, yeah, or or they could be under apparel and fashion. It depends on how they self-identify. Okay. And what would their actual role or roles be? What what do they actually do? Uh, it could be design. Okay. It could be marketing. It could be merchandising operations. Good. So, could you come up with search streams on LinkedIn for them? Absolutely. As a, as a simple. Okay. Good. Um, do you have anyone building a database out for you now in the background? My VA is, yeah. And what exactly is um, is, is he doing? I know you mentioned he's going to LinkedIn, he's finding them, he's, he's creating an offline um, uh, database. What, what exactly is he actually creating? Yeah, so he, he has very specific instructions on exactly who we're looking for in every single function. So the, the function and then the title. And th there's several within each, right? And then also by region. So then he is creating a, an Excel spreadsheet by function with the name, title, company, and then he finds the email address, adds it. And then once the function is complete, he uploads it to our database and then segments it. Good, got it. Um, so when he's actually doing that, he's creating a, it's a spreadsheet. It's got all this information in it. It's got an email. It's got telephone. What, what, what's actually got in it as an outcome? Uh, no telephone, uh, name, title, company, email. Good. Um, those email, are they work addresses? Yes. Okay. And he verifies them as well. Okay, good. So you're verifying what, using bulk email check or bright verify something, something like that. Yep. Exactly. Good. good. Okay. So you, um, those emails, have you actually contacted them? No, he's just started this a week ago. Okay, I want you to do two things. I want you to run, I want you to run a test. I want you to go to upwork.com, which you mentioned on F2F. I know you've done that in detail. I want you to post a job and say, I, I, want, okay. the, I want the, whatever could be the highest paying candidate for you now in the next 90 days, or the top three highest paying candidates. So it could be a specific role working for a specific company. So I want to have, um, um, I don't know, whatever it might be. It might be um, jacket designers who've worked at Nike. I'm not sure what you search for. And excuse my um, innocence in no, the okay. marketplace, but whatever the keyword is going to be okay. I want you to do two things. I want you to um, go to Upwork, post a job with the top three candidates that are going to get you paid, okay? Paid as in you've got open roles now. I want you to do that. And okay. I want you to post a job and I want you to um, test on three companies. So you're going to get, you'll probably get 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 companies, companies come, back, come back and you say um, for each, for each, um, 
I know for every hundred um, contact verified contact details, we'll give you you might say ten dollars. You know, you're still going to get some people come back some real. Um, I always like to pay a bit more, and we cover that in frustration freedom. Um, but I want you to get three companies who come back and say, "Yeah, we'll do that for you." Then each of them give you a hundred contacts. Okay. Okay. Hundred contacts, but these are specific candidate lists for you. And what we want is, um, so for example, if they work at Nike now, that might be a real good leverage point for you. So who are the companies you want placed? So they work at Reebok, they work at Nike, they work wherever they work. So whatever the top companies are, basically what makes your ideal candidate, give them that search string, get them to find 100 of each, okay? Those 100 of each, okay. I want you to take 100 of each, verify them in um, bulk email check or a bright verify, you know, you, you're using them already. See what you get in terms of open rate, reply rates, et cetera. Then what I want you to do, I want you to scale it. Person who comes back with the best results, I want you to go to probably 2,000 of your ideal candidate, okay? But what okay. I want you to do, I want you to choose your ideal candidate. I want, don't want you to choose a candidate who you, yeah, yeah everyone needs um, a whatever my bit. I want, I want look, at, look at what you got open now. That role is going to give me 10K. That's going to be 20K. That's going to be whatever it might be. I want you to look at the roles now and test it. Get out there at work.com and get them to build these lists for you now. Get it, get the data tested. So basically, it's build list, clean list, and then you're going to speak to those who come to you, so the inbound. But test that now. On, I want to do, to do a couple of hundred, a few hundred. The winner, scale out to 2,000. That's going to take you um, the next week or two. Give me the results. What we're doing in the background now, Dylan, is we're testing lots of different tools and all these cool things, but believe it or not, Actually, these guys in India, whatever I was doing it manually, still come up with the best conversion figures, um, despite all these cool tools. So what they're going to do is find your exact candidate. We're going to clean the data, and we're going to use double R, double R. We're going to be with inside all the can spam rules and do nothing unethical, nothing illegal. Everything's cool. We're going to do all these things. Will you, will you get a better response rate? And if it's the home email address, no, of course you won't. But will you get enough candidates? It might give you another 100, 200, 300, 400K, whatever it's going to be. Yes, you are. Right. Uh, that's all I'm interested in. So um, if any of you listen to this going, yeah, but it's better to have their own, the home email address. So I need the Hotmail address. You're absolutely right. Does that exist as a tool out there or a strategy out there? No, not unless you can do illegal scraping and break into accounts, which we're not about. We're not about. So we play the numbers game. If you know you've got 100 email addresses and each one of those equates to, I don't know, five interviews and that one becomes a candidate you place for 5k 10k great scale up 10 times over so yes there are better contact ways all i'm interested for dion in the next 30 days this is not even 90 days this is dion is i want to get traction i want to get i want to get this so you're doing good but i want to get a bit more of this a bit more velocity happening again okay we want to have a spike okay we want to have a spike so the spike means um, we need to take action you're not taking before. We need to move quickly. And it isn't going to be perfect, but all I'm interested in is getting an email from you in a month, two months, three months. Andy, I've done another 100K, 200K. I'm not interested in I've got 500 home email addresses or I've got 10,000 cold telephone numbers to call. Not interested. All I care about is what you're getting paid. And it sounds crass, okay. but, but that's your that's your definition of success or failure, being in the inner circle ultimately. So that's what I'm interested in. So. I want you to do that, okay? Okay. So your job is to be quick and dirty with Upwork. So you're going to post a job. I need the following. Um, you're going to get so many people apply some real. Um, frustration and freedom shows you how to post a job. You know how to do that already. 
test it on the yeah. top three. Top three, get data clean, test it, see what converts best, then scale it. Scale it at 2,000, share the results with me. If we've got okay. something we can scale the hell out of, great, we'll scale the hell out of it. If it goes, Andy, do you know what? It's completely bummed. I don't think it will, though. Um, if it completely bums, then I will I'll set up the next stage for you, but I don't think it will. Okay? Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. So just to recap, your next 90 days actually looks different from how I thought it would do. Um, next 90 days, really, all we're doing is focusing on next seven days, next 30 days. I've actually not even looked into the 60 night. 90 days. What I want you to do is systemize LinkedIn times by four. I want you to get four times the growth on LinkedIn. I want you to think about, right, if I'm a million dollar business, how would my business look in a year's time? Secondly, again, it might not be a year, it might be two years, deal. I don't want to set ex um, wrong expectations, but I expect you to double your business in the next year minimum. Um, double R, double R. I want you to focus on, right, the front end of it. What open roles have we got we need to fill? And I want you then to go out get the data built now, which isn't going to be perfect. It's going to be quick and dirty using Upwork. Okay? Okay. And I expect you to come back to me in the next two weeks to four weeks with results for both and say, Andy, this has happened um, or this has happened. And if it's great, we'll scale it. If it's um, really bombed, we need to go create a new strategy or get uh, apply another strategy another way. If you have somewhere in between, let's look, look at the conversion figures and then we'll scale what works and we'll tweak what's not working, et cetera, et cetera. Make sense? Yep, totally. So I'm conscious of, I've done a lot of talk in there. Um, so have you, by the way, you've been on the call for three hours almost. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so um, it's not even nine o'clock for you yet, I don't think, is it? Uh, not quite yet. No, so <laughs> let's do this. Um, what we've not done is gone into all the, you know, cool, fangled, client stuff like Maven webinars, all this good stuff. But I believe you've got a lot of positioning we can leverage already, given that you did the things up front properly in, in a big way. So I want to test that you've got the position you've got, because I, I, I genuinely believe you have. So I don't think we need to be creating this pre-selling and doing the um, more content or the Maven strategy and all these good things. I think that we can get you um, doing big things. But with Dion, this is specific to her needs right now, okay? So... Don't read too much into some of the things I said, but other things, the process, you should be understanding the process exactly. Right, what's the size of the marketplace? What have I got now? How do I actually build it? Et cetera, et cetera. But Dion, let's go through your actions. And before we do that, what questions have you got around that? Or um, what um, what's just percolating in your head? So I, I completely understand the, the LinkedIn, the four profiles, the four channels. That totally makes sense to me. I'm going to Upwork. I'm, I'm hosting a job to get, is it candidates? Is that right? Yeah. No, I was thinking it would be clients, but no. Your, your person in, um, where are they going to be? They might be in the UK. They could be in India. They could be in the Philippines. They aren't going to know if they're a client or candidate. They aren't going to know. Okay. All they're going, oh, to, see, all they're going to see is a search string. Okay. Okay. Um, now I'm tracking. Okay. Yeah. So we're taking four um, or three or four different uh, profiles and then we're running those through double R and that is going to be a very direct, I've got a candidate problem solution, correct? Absolutely. So if, if I okay. did say search candidate data, excuse me, my, um, I, I, um, misset that, but you're searching for the ideal client. So what is the ideal client? Um, what are their parameters? Yeah. What's their search string, et cetera? If I say candidates, my apologies. Um, but, okay. but, but it'd be similar for candidates in this case. Um, just so you know, to set expectations, 
this isn't the way I want you working in three months' time. This is the way I want you to work in the next 30 days to get you traction and get you um, basically get you paid. Um, this okay. is perfect because we are working on some new strategies right now. Um, but this, if you go through this, um, you will get, um, I'm uh, fairly certain you're going to get clients from the LinkedIn process and you're going to get um, clients calls with double R, double R. Here's the thing. We said just now, you know, 10 minutes ago that, one out of um, we'll say one, one, every three calls becomes a client. So what I'm looking at doing, remember I mentioned the top of the hour um, about golf. Andy, I want to do a million dollars this year. I'm going to do a million dollars. Blah blah blah. Was, my my company's different here every single time. Your golf swing, deal is this for you to get the next phase. Your golf swing looks like right. Identify my ideal client. Number two, identify what's the search string. Number number three. Get the data, number four, put it through double R, double R. Number five, LinkedIn, build the networks based on different channels, number, et cetera. You see what I'm saying? That's your, yeah, golf, totally. your golf swing. It's not just, um, right, I need to have a par four or we're going to get more clients. I know that you get that. I'm saying that more for everyone yeah. else, more so than you. Um, so your million-dollar business or your golf swing breaks down to a set of steps, and that's what we're doing here. So it's the little tiny steps that will equate to the par four or the birdie, et cetera. Um, and that's, I know you get this deal. Um, but yeah, so these little things, that's, what's going to get you just as always, as you implement, share results and then, um, ask for help quickly. But, um, I, I really think that you're going to get good results on LinkedIn and I think you'll get, you'll get good results from the, um, double R, double R as well doing this straight away. But again, this, this is not where I want you to be forever. LinkedIn, I want you to think about a 12 month plan, but double R, double R, this is your next 30 days, not your next 90 days or next year. Okay. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah, no, it makes sense. Thank you. So again, uh, um, conscious that I've spoken so much about the last 20 minutes about what to do. Any questions, anything again, you're thinking, oh, I need to, um, not, still not sure what he means by whatever it might be. What questions have you got or what can I articulate better for you? No, I'm clear. Um, Thank you. Sorry. Good. Okay. Awesome stuff. Well, let's do this. So, um, Dion. Thank you so much, Dion. You've been an absolute thank star. Um, this has been an outstanding hot seat. And, uh, uh, well, thank you so much for taking all that time to do it. You've got a lot of actions in front of you in terms of, well, got to get all this done. Break it down, simple steps. It's actually not that much. It's a set of systematic steps you need to do. And, Dion, I know you're going to do them. But So, for you, I expect um, an update both from the database side and the LinkedIn side in the next two to four weeks. If it bombs early, contact me early. If it scales early, contact me early. If it does okay, contact me in two weeks. But of course, if you want to contact me tomorrow, you know we're here. So um, let's get that double the business again. Then, uh, yeah, I want to have another hot seat with you in, well, hopefully less than 12 months. Cool. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dion. You take care and we will speak to you. Um, we'll speak to you on next week's call. Okay. Cheers, Bye -bye. Dion. There's Dion. What a legend. The thing is this. Each of you have got your own strategies, but 70%, maybe 60% of what you're going to do, other people in the group have already done. So don't overthink things. So it's a case of imp implement, get results, share them, ask for help, and let's either improve conversion or let's scale or let's take a step back and look at what we're doing wrong. So things aren't that, aren't that difficult. It's a case of literally follow the steps share results and so Matt you're absolutely right your steps are similar they are similar and um, 
it's getting to that plateau. So I'm part of um, a, um, again, being completely transparent. One of the things I've, I shared, I'm part of a mastermind group and I pay an awful lot of money um, for this mastermind group. I'll, I'll share with you. I actually pay $10,500 and it's only virtual. Um, basically, I'm in a Facebook group and I have um, a group call every two weeks. And um, part of this session is how to um, work work on the business, essentially. And some of the things I transfer into recruitment world and I share with you and attribute, et cetera, et cetera. Um, by posting about moving through to the next phase, how do you go through breaking that plateau? Whether your plateau be um, doubling the revenue or doubling your time off or um, doubling whatever your criteria is. Now, for me, um, I'm now a dad. So there's two drivers for me. Number one, I want to be able to deliver more service to you guys, but also not be um, dependent on being there and being um, given value one-to-one -one that I know that others are going to benefit from. So the reason I'm part of this group is how to have, for example, Dion today. You know, Dion's given you guys so much value. If that was a private velocity call, you guys would have missed out on that. And it's how do I grow and share your guys all of you, whether it be your learnings or your lessons or your um, um, what you've done right, what you've done wrong, what I've done right, what I've done wrong. That's why I'm in this group. And, um, and I'm doing that for a reason, because I want to build up the delivery side to you guys. That's what we've done. So we've invested in this group to improve our delivery. So we aren't going to see anything in terms of revenue gained by it because we've capped the group with 75 people. So if one or two roll off because come end of their 12 months or end of their three years or four years, um, we'll invite one or two more in. But um, I want to improve the delivery side. That's key. So for each of you, if you look at your business, you don't need to be doing a dozen things, a hundred things. When I posted in this group about becoming, how do I break through the plateau? And the plateau for me is, how do I give better service but spend less time um, replying to emails or etc. but that I know be of value to all of you. So my plateau is how do I actually increase delivery? So we've capped the group. We aren't going to grow it. So my plateau is that. How do we improve delivery? How do we improve your experience? How do we improve? So you're with us five, six, seven, ten years. How do we do that? So what's your plateau? What's yours? Is it um, You've done really, really well and you've got a process of bringing in more clients, but then you've gone back to the dark old days and you're getting paid twice as much, but you're still working 60 hours a week. What's your plateau? What do you need to change? And when these guys who wrote back to me who were doing, I say some of them doing eight figures, it's crazy, 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 crazy money, you know, in, in my world anyway. Um, one of the guys wrote back, number one, um, we, I can't exactly what he said, but it basically hitting the grind. Number two, do this. Number three, hitting the grind. It's about working hard. It doesn't mean so much working hard and hours and hours. It's about what works you scale the backside out of. So when you get a process that converts, you should be scaling it. And these guys in this group, and I'm, I am a tiny little fish in this group, um, but the guys who are doing massive figures, they're sharing that the thing that they do is they find a few things and they scale the hell out of it. But also what they do is grind. And I hate using that word because it sounds really cliche, but basically it means... Yeah, you need to work hard to get things moving. And there's no two ways about that. But once a process works, scale it. And so I'm only saying this because Matt, you've written about, yeah, you've got the same things to do as Dion, but I know that you doubled your business 
not so long ago. And I'm hoping you'll update soon and say you doubled it again. If you haven't, you need to think about, right, what have I done wrong? Why is it not doubled again? What have I done wrong? Have I not looked at working on the business? Have I, um, have I become complacent? Have I um, enjoyed the money? I, I don't know. By the way, Matt, I don't know these answers. I'm not saying that is you. But it's up to you to raise the bar each time. And I really want you to think about that. Um, and these guys are doing ridiculous figures. And some of you are doing crazy figures. Uh, I don't think it's a big secret, guys. It's a tactic, it's a strategy that works. We're giving you that. Accountability. Yeah, we can we can do that also. Some of you don't like it, some of you do. But it's not there's no big magic potion here. The strategies and templates inside the inner circle are there for you to use. To the outside world, I'm hoping it is a big um potion and a big magic potion. And that's why we you know we've contacted someone today and made it really clear we do not want to see any of our strategies anywhere else anywhere else. I don't think there's any reason why your business shouldn't have doubled again. That's my lesson there and just giving you the, the um the transparency of what you know the questions i've asked in my own mastermind groups discover how to build your recruitment employment agency using one too many automation and inbound strategies before anyone else in your market specialization Check out RecruitmentMarketingInternational.com.